Hey there, and welcome to Day 303 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast of the matching YouTube channel that's titled Just the Same. I'm Andrea, and missing my doggo. I'll tell you what, it's Sunday evening, <laughs> end of a great weekend. Um, no doubt about it, he's just missed. I'll tell you what, just the cutest little thing arrived in the mail today. Well, I don't know when it arrived. I have a P.O. box, which I don't check all that often, just because it's right downtown by the um by the train <laughs> and the bus station so um it's just tough to get in and out of there and so I can't say I check my mail even probably but twice a month like really really probably once every other week sort of thing and so I went and got it and I'm like what on earth I don't remember ordering anything I couldn't figure out what it was and I'm holding it I'm telling you what I opened it up and I wish again like I say I could show this to you it's a pillow that a friend sent to me where her sister cartooned the art of Griffin and then put the art on a pillow, double-sided. It's on both sides, and it is darling. Like, he couldn't be cuter to begin with, but to have him cartooned was like just cuteness times 10. I mean, so ridiculously cute. It is just the cutest thing. Um, I wish I could show it to you. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get this all worked out, but it's the same thing like even adopting this little puppy. I'm going to want you guys to see her. <laughs> so maybe I'll get up on video with her because, you know, I posted about 30 videos on YouTube when I first started the podcast and I haven't done any for quite a while. So maybe that will be a fun way to even um, you know, just conclude the podcast, just get some fun videos up for you um, in addition. So I told you I've got to get to writing. And so I wrote a piece or two this weekend and I'll read one to you. They, they're they going to have to be little excerpts, no doubt about it, but I am realizing the different little stories that I want to make sure I get out uh, during this time frame. right? So I wrote one today called A Matter of Time, and so it begins. I want to eat the crusty bread, but he's just so very extra handsome. I try to smash the cold butter across the warm Italian slice, but it's tearing my flaky layers and my dinnertime stories to pieces. And I would love to sample the homemade crouton in my Caesar salad, but I risk looking like a hamster that just stored up some popcorn in my cheeks to save for later. <laughs> they say that pasta noodles are never a hit on first dates, but those biddies always seem to come with my seafood. So each single noodle flips off my twisting fork, and they slurp between lips as I wonder just how on earth my cloth napkin ended up on the floor again. He's just way too handsome to eat with. What was so wrong with a coffee day anyway, I'm thinking, as he's talking, until he just says it, just all ups and asks it, that sentence that changed the full rest of my life. So all money aside, if you could do anything that you wanted to do as your career and get paid well to do it, what do you think you'd want to do? Without one moment of thought, I think I surprised him. I'm sure he expected me to think a bit before answering but my answer must have been sitting there on the very tip of my heart for years. Oh, <laughs> that one is super easy for me. No doubt in my mind, I said, 
setting my fork down and holding the long stem of my wine glass like I was toasting to my truth. I would do selections for builders all ding-dang-day long, I said. So then have you ever done that before? Yeah, yes, yes, and I just loved it, absolutely loved it. But it's hard to believe something like that would be full-time, you know. My words wandered off the table and right into his lap as I prepared to ask him my next first date question. But he stopped me, all looking right at me. Well, you're not going to know unless you look. (laughs) Yeah, I suspect you're right. My drive home was damp with raindrops and wipers, hypnotizing my thoughts, and I dropped my keys and my shoes at the door. The kiddos were already in bed this late, so I opened my trusty apple and pulled my knees up close and under me while opening the only website I knew to run a proper job search. Within that small window, I typed it, full-time interior designer, and let that magnifying glass do its sweet searching like it does. And there it was. There it was. What I now call, quote, my position, bragging in blue letters that it was posted exactly two minutes ago. Two, just for me. Two. The opportunity just tumbled its way into my life. I had a job interview within an hour of emailing my resume, and a trip up the road led to an offer that distance alone had me thinking to refuse. Sitting on my parents' deck, telling all my tribe about the offer that I'd just taken a hard pass on, my son just lands me to silence. Call them back, Mom. Call them. Call them back now. That is so clearly your job and everything you're great at. And just look at you. Go call them. But Coda, it's an hour and a half away. And being at your kiddos' events is my whole world. (laughs) I don't want to miss it. Not for a job. Not for any amount of money. Not for anything. Mom, you'll be home by 6.30. Call them back. Don't let that job get away. That job sounds like you, Mama. Call them. I did. The Lord leaves nothing to chance. Each detail, each person, each place, all Him. Carefully planning, orchestrating, and positioning us for greatness. No detail is missed, not one. Trust Him. Trust Him entirely. He is doing His best work to get you exactly where you are going. Baby steps, giant strides, waiting and waiting trust that he has a great plan. Praise him in the waiting. Love him in the wonder and hope. Believe he has your best interest in mind. It's only a matter of time. I love you. So like I say, kind of short, but a super good miracle story. Like I had no idea how that gentleman's one question was going to change the trajectory of my full career. I mean, none at all, like none. I mean, I was so broadsided by that whole thing, I can't even tell you. And kind of the funnier part of the story is that 
you know, we had dessert afterwards. We went and got ice cream. We sat and talked, um, you know, went for a walk, talked. We talked in the car, saying our byes, because he was actually from Seattle. I was um, about to take this position, which was actually in Portland. And so we had just kind of decided, you know, we had a great first date and we really enjoyed one another. And, you know, there was an event to, you know, get together for the date that we went to earlier that day, et cetera. Anyway, so long story short, never saw the guy again. (laughs) And yet he wouldn't have a clue in the world how his one sentence to me, just trying to make first date conversation, you know what I mean, absolutely changed my life. Um, Can I give him the credit? To some degree. But I give the Lord the credit because the Lord used him to move me to where he needed me next. And isn't that just crazy good? The miracle of all of these things that he's doing each day. And that's what this simple little piece was here to show you. And so I just want you guys to know he's doing this for all of us. He's doing this Right now, he's doing it in the daily. He's doing it in our thoughts. Um, It's unbelievable how he just moves us, you know. Um, I had a few friends today that he even just totally impressed on my heart to just reach out and, um, you know, just reach out and help them feel seen and known and loved. Um, Specifically, seen, known, and loved by God, right? And so it's exciting to be used in that way. And I just, I'm looking forward to getting to writing for you. Like, I know it's like there's so many details to the story that are so good. But I don't want to get so detailed that I'm losing sight of the miracle that's at hand. I want to keep it just focused on God being glorified, right? Just like the nitty gritty of what he's doing rather than, all of the details about me. I don't know if that makes sense. Like like the details about me, this position that I ended up taking, like I say, it was an hour and a half away. And so I would be on the road. I commuted for three to three and a half hours a day for almost three years, you guys. Three years I did that long commute. And yet it did not even feel like a bother. That's why it was so amazing. And you have to get this, you guys. I didn't have, what do you guys call it? Oh, sure. I didn't have the the playlists like you guys have in an iPod or whatever. I don't, I think, well, actually it's on your phones now. You don't even need an iPod. Wow, I just so dated myself. <laughs> but like, I didn't have playlists when I drove up there. I literally had my worship CDs and I had my time with the Lord and I drove with the sunsets coming up and I, you know, absolutely loved kind of the hustle bustle of the traffic getting out of Portland and, and heading home. And, um, I loved it that it's just crazy to think that I did that as long as I did. And that it really, I mean, I can really say that it really did not bother me. You you would have not heard me complain about it, not ever. Um, it was fun to tell my clients and that sort. They're like, whoa, wait, you live where? You know, it was fun to tell them so that they could see my passion and commitment to what I was doing. 
um, because it, in turn, it was a commitment to them. In turn, it was a commitment to this employer that had trusted me. The relationship and the dynamic was amazing. I loved this team and the other designers and this manager that I worked for and the opportunities that I had. Like, I loved it. But those little details, um, I don't feel are like as prevalent to the story. Like, those point more at me than they point at the Lord and what he did and what he's doing and what he's going to continue to do. So I'm just going to, you know, kind of try and keep some of these stories. Like I say, I've got about 50 more to write, girl. (laughs) I'm just going to try and keep them kind of neat and sweet like that. Um, And so I hope you enjoy these. I really look forward to, to pounding out some keys for you. So of course, I will be chatting at you all tomorrow. Oh, and hey, I got the big news. I um, found out today that Scarlet is going to be delivered on Thursday at 6 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> How cute is that? I'm like, but it's so typical because like I say, I live in a darling little mountain resort town, Southwest Colorado. And so then sure enough, the people that are driving them, they're like, yeah, we want to stay there for the night. <laughs> and so that's what they're doing. They're going to round out their day you know, in, in, in my little Hallmark town and stay at a hotel here. And then they'll be dropping her very first thing at 6am before they get on the road. And I'm like, well, why can't I just get her in the evening? (laughs) You know, but as he explained to me, he's like, oh no, we're going to, they're going to get in late. Um, and so it, it made sense, but I was like, that doesn't make sense to me. Why can't I, um, but I have to trust them that they know what they're doing because I I know they can't do deliveries after certain hours and they can't do them before 6 a.m. So sure enough, they're dropping her off at 6 a.m. But I cannot wait. (laughs) Cannot wait. So it's been a lot of highs and lows. You can imagine I'm sitting here next to my sweet pillow and, and, uh, oh, I just have looked at photos and videos this weekend of my little Griffin and, and, um, it's been highs and lows, there's no doubt about it, but it is so nice to have this feeling of excitement and hope and just wonder um, amidst the loss and the grieving and the storm. So I hope that blesses you. I'll be chatting at you all tomorrow, okay? Talk to you then. Take care.